This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. This is Paul Kenny from Storage Wars Canada. Uh, Bogart's not here today. He's in uh, Regina at minus 50 degrees. And um, I'm, I'm, I know he wishes he was here. But we have our show today. It's all about stuff, all about items, as he would say. We're going to be, if you've got any questions about uh, what your stuff is worth, I want you to call these numbers. I'm going to give the numbers first. I'm going to say them slow to start off with here. 416-360-0740. Or you can call us toll-free, 1-888-866-740-4740. Now, this show is all about all your items. This is about uh, your military stuff, your musical instruments, anvils, sports jerseys, cups and saucers, stamps. Lamps, cups, uh, old comics, sports memorabilia, Royal Dalton, video games, sterling, silver plate, vintage clothes, purses, old toys, beer and pop signs, furniture, garden ornaments. Remember that time we had the $2 million garden gnome? That was amazing. Coca-Cola stuff, stamps. But like I said, we're, we're a show that tells you what your items are worth, what you should be expecting for them. Where are we... we Bogart and I have a gold and silver shop in uh, in Richmond Hill at 10,341 Young Street. Now, I know if you're too shy to call in the show, you can call me at my shop, which is 905-737-4653. And as Bogart would say, get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work, because there's going to be a lot of information in this show today. We're going to be talking about the prices of gold. We're going to be talking about what you should be doing with stuff and decluttering. All those people who said that they're ready for, uh, they don't want to sell their house till the springtime. This is the springtime. It's coming up soon. You see this snow here? It's not going to last forever. The spring's coming. This time you're going to be selling your house if you come to that decision, okay? Now, I want to talk about this because it's. I know it's hard, and this is partly what we do is we go to your house if you decided that you want to, you, you decide to downsize. You've got a collection that you've been collecting for 50 years. We understand it's hard to get rid of this stuff, okay? And But the, here's the other side of the coin is a lot of people think it's garbage. Now, the garbage man doesn't go around with a checkbook. He just doesn't, okay? So we'll tell you what your stuff, your items are worth and what you can sell and what you should be actually donating or um, scrapping, or you can actually sell to the garbage man. But I'm going to tell you right now, with a lot of people I deal with, I can say this without trying to be condescending, you don't know garbage. I know garbage. 
but I know what good garbage is. That sounds weird. Okay, I know what good garbage is. But because I once had an auctioneer, he thought something was, and here's a guy supposedly knowledgeable, okay? He had a $30,000 box of hockey cards. And he said, well, they want to see what the cards are worth. He opened all the packs, and uh, he threw away the wrappers. He threw away the box. He literally turned turned $30,000 into $2,000. I know this because I took the garbage ra- the wrappers out of the garbage, okay? Now, he actually, they went into the garbage. They were about to be thrown away. It is, we are experts and in a general way. We have staff members. We have guys. And we One member of my people, I stole away from one of those shows that goes around from Legion Hall to hotel, and they tell you what your stuff is worth. This is what I know how what they do. And uh, he's my military expert. I also have a guy for watches and gold and silver and costume jewelry and cups and saucers. This is what we have in our staff. We, we can break down your entire house. Remember, there was an article, I think there was a story on the TV a couple of weeks ago about some kitchenware being worth $10,000. Well, it wasn't worth $10,000. Some, some of that corningware is worth $30,000 for a set of three, okay? So, and people are throwing it out, or they're letting somebody come in and pick it out of their home and pay them $4 for it. And then they go along and they're saying, uh, they'll pay you $4 and they'll sell for 30000 I have many garbage men who come, actually, or sanitary engineers, who come into my place with things they found in the garbage. And they say, Paul, is this worth anything? They're willing to ask the price, ask the question, and get the money for it. Okay? So this is what we're trying to, this show is about information. If you call our store, I will come out to your house, or you can bring the items in. Our store number is 905 905- Seven three seven four six five three, and we like I say, we know it's tough. I don't want you. And before I come over, I don't want you cleaning up the house. I don't want you throwing out stuff. I like uh, I like to see it raw. I like to be there before you make some mistakes. And like I say, a lot of times something's been sitting in the basement for forty years, and nothing wrong's going going on with it. And more damage is done to that item in those first 10 minutes that you've discovered it than has happened in the last 40 years because you're trying to either clean it or you bang a corner or because you wreck it in some way, okay? So I just want to make sure that people realize this is what we do. We help you declutter. You don't have to be decluttering right down to selling the house. But if you are going to sell the house, then you want to, or your condo, or if you're going to move from your McMansion to a condo, you do have to declutter. You have to. Um, I I appreciate clutter, and I can get you money for it. But when you're selling your house, the people, are, the person coming in to buy your house is not going to have the same view on this. Okay, so and like I say, I want to help you. What we do is we try and help you not get ripped off. Okay. Now I also I just started that. Bogart would have normally said all that. But when I want to start off with some of our last week, I put a plug in for my favorite Chinese foods place, um, the Mayflower. And unfortunately, I had two people call this week and said, well, where is it? I said, it's on 1500 Royal York Road and the phone number 416-248-6163. It is the best Chinese food for me in the city. They make they make a ginger beef that's unbelievable. And they have a website. You can see their prices. People will travel 
I'm around the block from there, but people travel 20, half hour just to get it because it is, it's always good. They know what they've been doing. They've been doing it for 30 years. And just say, hi, Calvin, how you doing? Where's my senior's discount? And then and just say, Paul said I could have a senior's discount here. And that'll, that'll help you out there. Now, I know we got calls over there. I'm waiting for my help to come, my co-host, who is not here yet. So what call am I going to? Tom in Oshawa, how are you? Hello. How you doing, Tom? What's up? Hi. Uh, my friend wanted me to ask about a Bobby Hall uh, signed Blackhawk jersey autographed. Now, is it? here's what it comes down to. Is it a gamer or is it a store-bought one? Uh, store-bought, I think. Okay. Bobby Hall's still alive. He's not looking yeah. so good lately, but he just did a, two shows up at the um, International Center. Uh-huh. So any signs, it's just, and he's a nice guy for signing. He's, he'll sign it. I think it costs like it costs you about seventy five dollars to get jersey signed because that goes to promoter, not to Bobby. But uh, your jersey's probably worth about two fifty because someone can go out, get a jersey, go to one of these shows, and get him to sign it. Okay. Did you say two hundred and fifty? Probably two fifty. Now it depends on the jersey and what it is. I'm talking wow, about. Wow, that's that's good. Yeah, but that's retail. That's retail. But here's the thing: is he's still signing them. Yeah, okay. this one was done quite a while ago. Oh. Are you saying it's worth $250? Yeah. If oh, you go wow. on eBay, you'll be able to see it. Now, it depends on how. Now, you'll still have to get it verified, but his autograph's pretty easy. But what you'll generally have to do, and what we do for people, is we will get a letter or an authentication for it. And that'll help you sell it if what you want to do is sell it. Okay. Now, how'd you get it? No, it was actually, I'm, I'm calling for a friend. He's a little shy. He also, I called before. He wanted to know about his other hockey sticker book from 1970 to 71 SO. Yeah. NHL season. They're about $70. Wow. Now, it's a, here it comes again, like variations. I'm surprised. You can either have a hardcover or you can have a softcover book, okay, on that. So there's difference in prices on that. Now, in that same time period, we have things like uh, your Toronto Sun pictures. A lot of people don't. They're worth about three, four hundred dollars for a full set. And like I always talk about the Jello coins from that same time period, or you have uh, check cereal boxes. All a lot of food issues had, or um, uh, they had uh, cards. And a lot of people sometimes because they were on the back of a box or something like that were much harder to get. Uh, people didn't save them as much, or they cut them with a scissors. And we were seven years old, cutting out the back of a bo- Cheerios box. I mean, not Cheerios, a post cereal box with your cereal. I mean, with your scissors, you weren't doing a good job on it. Can I ask one more? Sure. This I don't know. I got this old watch that my dad had. It's a Gruen, a G R U. Gruen used to be a good watch. It's just not as collectible anymore. It's only uh, gold fill, ten carat gold fill, though. Yeah. It's, I was wondering if it had any. Is it a wristwatch or a pocket watch? Wristwatch. Yeah. And we sell them in auction. Um, if, if we get $30, $40, that's a lot. Yeah. Now, it depends on certain models are a little bit better, but everyone's replaced their watches with their telephones. Now, there are still people who collect, like Rolex and other, yeah. and other brands like that, and uh, we do sell them. But the idea here, not your groom is not worth consigning, but if you've got a, a $3,000 watch, Right. Okay, you should be bringing in to consign it. We'll get you the top money on that, or what the the money that so we buy from Toronto and we sell to the world, because okay. the world's got more. The Thanks world's got more money. Okay. 
Thanks a lot. Appreciate but don't it. be shy about calling us. We don't oh, bite yeah. here, and I'm I'm no, trying I'm to. Calling for my friend. I've called quite a few. I got a whole ton of stuff that. We well, should come down and see us, and then you want to sell it, or you just got a bunch of stuff. Oh, I want to get I want to get closure on all of my dad's old stuff, and um. That's how we help. Times and most of it's middling, you know, not much, but I still got a bunch of other stuff. I you got to let about. me decide if it's. I have the people who say, oh, that can't be worth much. And I say, well, I don't know. Do you think $1,000 is much? Well, that, you know, that'll buy something if I give you $1,000, right? Yeah. So that's where it comes down. Some people, what they say is garbage. It, it just kind of makes me mad sometimes, you know, yeah. because they're throwing out good items. Or someone says, like right now, I hear this all the time, that um, your furniture, no one's buying furniture. Yes, there are some people buying furniture. There's no such thing as bad furniture, just bad pricing. Some of your furniture, which you might have, you might have something you bought for $3,000, but now you can only get 200 for it. That's not a lot of money, but it's better than putting it in the garbage, okay? Yeah. And these people, a lot of the dealers just don't want to handle it. Now, here's what part of, and even we all say this, someone's got one table, and it's worth $200. I got to send three men in the truck to go pick it up. That's going to cost me $100, $150. You're not going to get a lot for it. If I'm doing a whole house, then we're set up for that, and you'll get money for that furniture that's in that house. Okay? Yeah. It, but a lot of the dealers are just too lazy. They just want They want to grab all the low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Right? And they don't even know about that because, like I say, how many times have I told you on this show that I've bought – uh, I remember buying an autograph for two hundred, selling for five hundred, and what? Okay, if I'm buying for two hundred, what did they pay the dealer? Okay, or I bought a sterling tray. It was on this bought a sterling tray that a dealer bought from another dealer for two hundred fifty dollars. Okay, and because they didn't know it was sterling, it was yeah. twenty five hundred dollars worth of silver that they're selling for two hundred dollars. Now, how much are they paying the person who brought it into their store if they're a consignment shop? Or if they bought it outright, how much are they paying for this? Can I ask one more sure. thing about the old Chinese stuff? You know, does it mean anything if there are just, like, symbols on it? Yes! Like, I got... Uh, are you Chinese? No. Do but, you read uh, Chinese? No. But I have people who read Chinese. Is okay. there a difference that it says made in China, or this one doesn't say made in China, it just has funny Chinese letterings on it? Sometimes or? I try to make it. Now, here's... I'm going to say, this is what happened. Okay, and this is how you can... A lot of people can date... If you go to the cupboard, uh -huh. and not only just Chinese, if it says made in China, yeah. it's got to be after 1921, okay? Uh -huh. If it just said China on it, then it can be before 1921. Because in the United States, if you're going to export to the United States from England, China, Japan, after 1921, you had to say made in this country. Before that, you could just have the country of origin on there. Before 18, I think it was 71 or 78, you didn't have to have anything in there. But the Americans want, if you're going to, you're going to export the United States, you had to document it or you had to label it right. So they knew this. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand. It just has Chinese lettering on it. Okay. Then you might have an older piece. Okay. It's now old to us, but not old to China, but that, Oriental Chinese items are very much in demand right now. Very much in demand. It is. It's kind of goldish, but it. No, no. You, now, now we've entered that area where you got to send me a picture. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's bronze. I don't know brass. I don't. Brass know or bronze? Know. No, no. You got to send me a picture or bring it to my shop. Okay. We're at ten thousand three forty one Young Street. But I'm going to say this right now. 
the in-country for people buying stuff. It's not that we're buying it. The Chinese are buying their stuff back. Yeah. They're not buying you the, the, the toaster oven that they sent to the big box store. They're not buying that stuff back. They're buying the older stuff back. Okay? They want their, their heritage and culture. There's a billion people over there, maybe a bit more, uh, that are buying, they're getting more money. They're, they're going into, uh, they're starting to collect. How's that? Okay? Okay. When you have a billion people collecting something, the price is going to go up. Yeah, I've been meaning to make a trip down there to see you sometime. I'll see you soon, okay, but send me a picture and send your, bring your shy friend with you, okay? Thanks. I'm going to say that. Which, uh, Angelos, you're here. I'm here. I finally made it. I've already read the list. Yes. I've done all that stuff. Now you just got to be, you got to be pushing buttons for me and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I know. That. I know. But I want, the shy, don't be too shy to call me. I'm not, I won't bite your head off. There's no such thing as a bad question. I would much rather you ask me the question that get ripped off. If you have any doubts, I'd much rather you ask me the question. on the, I, And you can call me at our store, 905-737-4653. And, but I, oh, we have to go to a break soon. This would be, see, you're supposed to know this. See, this Bogart would tell me Bogart we're going to a broke. Exactly, but break. I just got here. So. I know, but I don't want people, if you're shy, um, don't be afraid to ask questions. I'd rather you, like I said, I'd rather you ask a question than get ripped off. Okay, thanks. Now, are we, um, can you take another call? Sure, we can. Um, we have uh, Mary in uh, St. Catharines, and what do you have for us today, Mary? Um, my husband uh, bought a Green River carving knife at a flea market years and years ago. And what kind of carving knife? It's called, it's from Green River. It's got Green River stamped on it. Okay. Now, and is it newer? No, it's old. Now, what's old to you? Well, <laughs> I don't know. It just looks like an old knife. Okay. No, people collect ago. knives. Um, I'm looking at this. Oh, okay. Holy cow. Well, I'm looking at a Green River, um, this is a stag handle hunting knife and sheath, yeah. and it's like $700. No, $600. Wow. And they've got a carving. No, I didn't put carving. There's a Green River. Okay. I would, people collect stuff, which is really good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, the Green River stuff is, um, wait a minute. Yeah. This you'd have to look up online. It might surprise the heck out of you. You can match up. You can send me a picture, but what you might do is also just check it online and match up the picture online. Okay. And these are sales. And even when I talk to people on eBay or Fleabay, uh, what I do is I say there'll be the prices that people ask for stuff. That's mm-hmm. different than what the prices of what stuff sells at. Because mm-hmm. we are, um, sometimes people want me to praise stuff for insurance when they're not planning on selling it. Okay. But if you're actually going to sell it, then we have to know what people are buying it for. Right. You know, it doesn't matter if, uh, uh, I mean, those are Royal Canadian Mint coins. They say, well, they were issued at, uh, and in the guide at $300. But if, you, if everyone's only paying 100 guess what the price is? It's 100 It's not 300 The 100 the catalogs and, and the guides don't buy the stuff. We deal with real people who actually buy and sell the stuff. Okay? Okay. So that's really? actually good news. That I got the feeling that you got to be happy with that number. Oh yeah, but I don't know whether he'd sell it because he uses it every year to carve the turkey. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, no, but then tell the story. No, yeah. You know, if he got a flea market 
and you're going to pass it down. It's, it's the ch- turkey carving knife that you're going to give to your son or grandson. Okay, now I'm just saying, you got to tell them the story now. And it was a sad thing this week. Someone called me up, and they said uh, uh, they had some items, and they couldn't remember where they got them from. Okay? And now 10 or 15 years ago, because she was 96 or something, and, and, and I appreciate that. It was something I didn't know either. And But it would have been much better if I'd known the story. If she'd written down the story 20 years ago of what these were, they were just locked away in a drawer for all these years. And I, at, the end of the, at the end of this show, if people, I don't do it while the show's on, but at the end of this show, if people go off and mark stuff in their house of what the stories are, a little piece of paper behind that photo or uh, our painting or whatever they've collected, and they start giving the story for their people they're going to give it to. They don't have to sell it to me. But if we have a story, we can generally get more money. I'm going to say that. But if even you're not going to do it to me, tell the stories you remember it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, even, if it's a, even if it's a Green River carving knife and they can look it up on the net, just say no, but Dad got this one at a flea market for $4.30. <laughs> okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. So, are we going to break? Yes. We're going to break. They're, everyone's bending their looks like breaking uh, branches around me. Okay, we're going to break. And after that, we're going to come back with gold prices and a lot more information. Thanks. The following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. AM 740, Zoomer Radio, the original greatest hits. We're back live again at the Zoomer Plex, and um, we're going to go to another caller, and we're going to get to uh, Rick right now. No, no, okay, we're going to go to Rick, go yes. To Rick. I want to talk about the February 12th show that Rick's going to be at. Okay. But to see... You're supposed to read the list. Okay. You're making Bogart look good. Sorry. Okay. Hey. Got to go from here. Okay, Rick, how you doing? Good, good. Angelo, how are you? Good, Rick. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And, uh, you know, uh, I wanted to say I know what everybody's thinking this morning. What's that? They're thinking, why am I still shoveling snow? Paul, what do you yeah. think? I had a person it's come a over and do it last sure night. People, well... <laughs> You know, and uh, I'm here to say they don't have to because we yeah. have this amazing condo uh, just north of the city. As you know, it's a short drive uh, north of the city uh, where everyone's moving to. People are moving up to Innisfil. People are moving up to Alliston. People are moving up to Barrie. Mm-hmm. And we've got this stunning condo that's backing onto a golf course. But it's just not just a regular condo. It's 
it's it's actually a single detached house. Yep. With a private garage and a private driveway. It's a beautiful, beautiful home. And, uh, you know, people should give us a call uh, so we can show it to them. And they can stop shoveling snow and they can stop cutting the grass and they can stop uh, raking leaves. Uh, one of the things that uh, people complain about all the time is they spend most of their time working at home uh, as opposed to going out and doing something that they prefer to be doing. Um, so they need to give us a call, Paul. Uh, and bring us in and to evaluate their home. We offer free evaluation. Yep. We tell them what their house is worth. But not only are we going to tell them what their house is worth, but we're going to tell them ways to improve the value. And one of the ways that a person can instantly improve the value of their home is our three rules of real estate, declutter, declutter, declutter. Yeah. And that's where you come in, Paul, the expert. Well, that's why I say this. There's 50,000 agents out there who are all looking yeah. to list your home. Well, two things. Right. There's only one of me, but there might be 10 right. other people like me in the city. And there's, right. uh, but the thing is, we also sell the home. If you want it sold, call us. If you want it listed, I right. mean, there's a lot of places you can do. And they'll go back, they'll yeah. put the sign on the, on the, on the uh, front lawn, and then they'll walk away and just say, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. if yeah. you want to sell to open houses, the, the effort that we put into it, and I know there's a lot of people this morning, like you said, they mm-hmm. they had a bell. They had a penny drop in their head. Why am I yeah. shoveling this snow? You know? Exactly. And they're yeah. saying, do I want to do this? Now, they might want to just, they might want to move to Florida. I don't want those people leaving us, but they might go right. up north. But there's some people are saying, why am I not down in Florida right now? Why not, Why am I not in a condo right now where I don't have Absolutely. to do this? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, when they do sell their home, they can travel the world, right? Yeah. Uh, in fact, they could, they could leave uh, and go on vacation while we're selling their home because we're, we're a stress-free, hands-free operation. That means the minute you hire us, the minute you decide that you want to sell your home with us, that's it. We take over everything. You basically can either sit on your couch or take a trip. And, uh, you know, uh, they they got to take advantage of our market evaluation. You know, the second thing I did want to talk about, Paul, was that there's always this tendency, because, you know, we're, we're going to start getting really busy because everybody's waiting for the spring market. Yeah. We're sort of into right now anyways. Uh, but there's always this tendency that people aren't aware of the fact that they don't have to use their local agent, the, the, the person that works their particular geographical area. And one of the reasons I always tell people that, you know, you're better off uh, working outside that sphere is because nine times out of ten, it's an outside agent that comes in and brings the buyer anyways. Mm-hmm. So what I'm proposing is that to give us a, 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 an opportunity to look at their home, evaluate their home, tell them what we can do f- uh, for them, tell them what the advantage are of bringing us in on the job, uh, and because they deserve the opportunity to make as much money on their house as possible. Yeah. But it's also like you say, we got to go back to the decluttering. And there's a lot of people just don't realize what they have in their house. And I know they've been collecting for 40 years. Or maybe it's just been, there are some people that's just been in that drawer for 40 years. Okay, that's yeah. their collection. They haven't looked at it. But I, I had a friend that's actually from university who uh, has a comic collection. He literally said he moved into the house in 2001, which is mm-hmm. 19 years ago, and hasn't moved it since. Hasn't looked at it because right. I asked him <clears throat> what he had in the collection. He says, I don't know. He says, I haven't looked at it since 2001. 
So he's not an avid collector. He still wants the security of having a collection. But when I said, well, you know, your collection could be worth seventy, eighty thousand dollars he said, maybe I'll go look at it. Maybe he'll mm-hmm. get rid of this thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it was important to him back then. But now he says, I could spend seventy, eighty thousand. And, uh, mm-hmm. or I have, I have better ways to put this to work for me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, well, you know, the funny thing is when people do decide to sell their homes, they're not even aware of the, this particular option of someone like you coming in and evaluating their, their contents. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can tell you, I've sold many homes where without me suggesting it to them, uh, they're, oh, really? You know, because like you say, they either uh, throw it in the garbage, and as you always say, the garbage man doesn't carry a checkbook, yep. or they end up, th- you know, just putting it to the curb, and then uh, somebody else rummages through the bin that they've used to throw their garbage into. So um, they need someone like you to go in through their stuff, and if if the value isn't there, you'll you'll still help them move it. Yes. No, no, we can. Yeah. We can. Like I say, I know garbage, and I right. I know I might have this other line. I don't know if that's such, such something I should be saying, but I maybe exactly. the other line to my show should be: You don't know garbage. I know garbage. Exactly. Oh, no. Exactly. You know the good All stuff too. Garbage. That's in the garbage. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Rick, what's your number now? Give me your it's number. It's uh, 416 yep. 3972 mm-hmm. They can reach me anytime or they can call you direct, Paul. Got it. Got it. And until next I'm week, yeah, I'd like to say, yep. people got to be decluttering. They got to get ready. I'm telling you, I know what's going to happen. And, and the snow's going to go away. People are going to see spring. They're going to see little sprouts in their garden. Say, so now I want to yep. move. And I'm going to say, yeah. well, I'm backed up three weeks or five weeks. Exactly. You know, exactly. and we take the stress out of it. We can take a house from from Monday to being sold in two weeks, and we exactly. do everything. We'll right. pack you when you're yeah. going. We'll tell you what you should take, what you shouldn't take. You know, but I know it's they hard for people. That opportunity. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of people work for their whole lives for thirty, forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. Now their house is worth one point five million. This is the this is the payday, in in a lot of cases, and enjoy that money. Just just don't yeah. just keep it there and just oh my house worth one point five million. I'd rather live somewhere else, but I want to mm-hmm. be here. No, it's mm-hmm. it's and I, sometimes I don't understand it that people can actually have fun with the money. This is this is like a manna from heaven. Can I say that? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you can. Okay. But thanks, Rick, for the call, and we'll have talk to you next day. week. Okay, Rick, have great. a good week. Okay. See you, Angelo. Okay, take care. All right. Um, we got the numbers again. Um, locally, it's 416-360-0740 and toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And, uh, yeah, whatever you guys have in collectibles like stamps, uh, no. military, guitars, uh, old jerseys, concert tickets, concert posters. I came across a poster for you. Oh yeah, from Varsity Stadium. Yes, the old Led Zeppelin. That's oh, that'd be a good poster. Led oh, Zeppelin, the oh, faces. But someone like that could bring. And it down. I think Rush is on there. Oh, you I think, think I think it's a poster. Okay, you, I haven't seen it, but my drum teacher, who I had, has it. Do you have a camera? On your I phone? Will get it. Yes, yes I okay, okay. There. He told Welcome me to the 21st week. century, Angel. Here, I got forgot about all this. February 12th. Okay. Keep this in your calendar. I want you to go to your calendar, exit out, say you're going to come down and see us. On February 12th, 
we're going to be doing like we did the last time. We're going to have a studio audience. We're going to have people bring in their items to the Zoomerplex. We're on, on um, in Liberty Village on Jefferson. Okay, there's free parking. Uh, probably by February 12th. Hopefully better weather than today. But I want you to know you can call me at the store. Tell me you want to bring it down. Yeah, I think you have to book in tickets. They're not, they're not going to cost you anything. But I think they want to know who's coming. So you can call the station. I Normally I'd have the, the number here. You'd be asking for Amber Giroux. But February 12th, what we're going to be doing is you come in. I'll be evaluating the items. We're going to be taking pictures of the items. It can be if you might have one of those $32,000 uh, Corningware sets, or you might have something, a fur coat, or it can be a watch. It can be sporting stuff, anything interesting. Or you might just have a story of what you want to get rid of on some stuff. Retail. I like the stories almost as much as the items. I can't sell the story, but if I have a story and an item together, I can sell that. But February 12th, down here at the Zoomerplex, we're going to be having uh, in the big hall. We expect a lot of people down here. And it's coming. I think the shows we're filming at one, <clears throat> eleven, and at one. I'll have more details next week. So you now you have to tune in next week. Okay. So, but on, on February, uh, sorry, February twelfth, I expect to see a lot of the fans down here, uh, fans of the show, or people just want to get information. I mean, it's a Wednesday, and we're just going to have a lot of fun. And the last one we had, you saw it. I think we've been on Vision TV forty-five times. Uh, people call me. I saw the show last night. I said, I didn't even know it was on. But um, the, we did two one-hour shows before. I think we're going to do two one-hour shows again. And we're going to do some little five-minute little snippets. So we're going, we want all sorts of items. Even the items are $15 to $10,000, okay? I don't. I'm not, I don't care what you bring in. Yeah, we had a great assortment last yeah. time. And yeah, get there and phone early because last time there was uh, a ton of people showed up and some didn't even get in. I'm about to get into trouble maybe. If I give the phone, you know, people can look up Zoomer Radio and they can phone in tomorrow and find out what the details are because I'm supposed to have the details, but I don't have them in front of me here. But so the receptionist tomorrow will have, there'll probably be something set up for that you can call Book your tickets for that show at the time, okay? And Or you can listen, like I said, we might be doing some other advertising. It Now, Zoomer Radio, you know, if you go to this Zoomer site to get the contact information for the radio station, you'll also know that you can see here past podcasts from here, from this show, and uh, where also you can see us live. We're on cameras right now. You can see beautiful Angelo's oh, face yeah. here. Before he got here, it was just an empty seat. But he's <laughs> going, like I say... We're going to be, uh, you can call us at 416-360-0740 or 1-866-TOLL-FREE-740-4740. For, for, for any questions you have today. But we expect some nice, I've already a couple of people have called me down, called and said they're going to bring some neat items down there. I'm looking forward to this. You know, Should be good. February 12th. It was good the last time. So, you know, this one here. It should be better than what we had last time. You get more information out to people. You've been out longer. They've seen it on the podcast now, so yeah, they know yeah. what, what what kind of what to expect. Yeah, no, but if you got the, the show's been on, and like I say, we don't bite. I'm here to help you. My whole thing is, that even if you're not selling it to me, I'm here to help you. Other people like. I, I've seen some of the other downsizers, and they just go in and they got they bring in twenty of their closest friends to divide up your stuff, 
and they, they know their friends. They have to deal with them every week. If you think that their friends are more important than you are, you're right. Okay. We have okay. another call? Yes, we do. Okay. We have uh, Christine in Hamilton. And uh, what do you have for us today, Christine? Good morning. Good morning. I, I have um, an Irish hospital sweepstake ticket. Aha. Uh-huh. 1956. Yeah, a couple bucks. I, we get them in because guess what? A lot of people just save them. You know, they're kind of neat. I, you know, hey, I, I remember those from back then. That was that was the the secret lottery. That's you know? right. And uh, a lot of people. And, and but the thing is, because people paid it, and that's the stuff that ends up in the drawer with a bunch of other things. Like, um, I'd rather you know if you had um, a credit card from 1950s or 60s, even if it was an Eaton's card or a Simpsons card or something like that, I can sell those. Oh. Like, there's a lot of people collecting stuff. I got another question for you. Yep. Um, uh, ration, uh, wartime ration book. What, what, what city were you calling me from? Uh, Hamilton. Okay, don't plan a vacation to downtown Toronto with the money I'm going to give you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, on um, the ration books go for 5 $6, because a lot of people, as soon as the ration stopped, they just saved them. And it remind it's just a reminder. A lot a lot of times we can't throw it out. It's a lot of times I go to a house and they'll have uh, the projectors. You know the eight millimeter projectors yeah. from nineteen fifties. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't use them now. We use them as props. But the problem is, is they saved them because they paid a lot of money for them. Okay. Yeah. And it's the stuff they didn't pay money for, like this corning where we were just talking about this morning, or. Mm-hmm. Um, that's thirty thousand dollars or whatever. But I can only this other that cost four dollars in nineteen seventy. Um, this projector which cost you a week's pay in nineteen fifty nine. I can't. Uh, it'll sell for five to ten bucks. Yeah, because I with with this ticket in the ration book, I found it in, in all my mother's things when she passed away. I went yeah. through everything and just found that there. Yeah. How about that? Like any other paper looks like. Now, if you had a ticket from a 1957 hockey game. No, I, no, no. But I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, it, you could have been just as lucky or something like that or or uh, the autographs we always talk about here. But um, and there be, might have been other stuff in the drawer. Like, you know, this, you know, the little you remember 1957. I'm not saying how old anyone is here. But in 1957, there would have been. Cereal, and they used to give away toys in the cereal. That's right. And some of those go for thirty, forty, fifty, oh, sixty dollars mm-hmm. per toy. Yeah. Okay. So, this is what I'm trying to say: that some people, it's not the stuff they think. I mean, if you've got a Picasso on the wall, you know it's worth money. I'm at, I, and I will sell it for you. But it's the other stuff in there. Like there was this week, I think a Pokemon card. Pokemon, which is 1990 or something, just sold for 250000 Yeah, my One. kid kicks himself wow. now because he had a whole box and he gave and them away. He yeah. had all kinds. Yeah, no, and the old magic cards. A magic cup, box of cards on magic is worth $250,000. But <laughs> people would have, and this is only in the 1990s. And people are thinking it has to be old. It doesn't have to be old. It just has to be something that other people are willing to pay for. Exactly. I, that's a good line. I'm, I never use that. It doesn't have to be old. It has to be something that someone's willing to pay for. There you go. People will pay for anything, Paul. You know that. No, no, no. There's hey, people collecting. I've got, like I say, I got a collector who has collects. Um, um, what are those things? Fire hydrants. Fire hydrants. Yeah, I remember and, that. And uh, spark plugs. 
So that guy. That's a crazy combination. No, I think the fire hydrants take all the room up, the spark plugs. He says, I want to collect something, but it's got to be small. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. I only got so much room in the house. Thank you for the, the call, Christine. Plugs. Thank you. Have a good day. You Bye. too. You want to go to the gold and silver prices? Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm just thinking about snow shovels. Do people collect snow shovels? They no. got to. Maybe old ones. Gold and silver price, we're going to go to after the break, but I'm going to talk about, oh, you know, this week. What do we got? Uh, it's one of those sad stories of people's. A lady brings in a list of stuff. We're going to go to break a minute. She's, she brings in a list of stuff, and on the list from a dealer, yep. one of those 67 cold gold coins, which weighs a little over half an ounce, they were willing to pay her $100. $100. Lucky for me, she listens to the show and just said, I got to get a second opinion. Okay, now that's why well, we're here. What he was going to pay her one hundred and thirty-eight dollars for, we paid her thirteen hundred. Okay, that's incredible. He actually wrote it down. I can't believe he wrote. Maybe she wrote it down of the prices he was giving her. But this is why you have to get a second opinion. And I say this, and I say it every week, and just so it rings in. Someone comes in, and you go into one of these these shops, and they got all the fancy stuff and all the doors and all this. And the guy takes your stuff to the back room, comes out, and says, "I'll give you two hundred and fifty for it." And doesn't explain to how it's doing. And then they say, and you walk to go walk out and you say, well, then I'll, no, I'll give you 400 for it. Don't walk out of that store, run out of that store. I want you, and I'm going to give the gold and silver prices after the break. And I'm going to explain a little bit about it. Cause if you're a smart person, if you've got some information going in, you got a better chance of not getting ripped off. Exactly. Like the, the guy. Yeah, sure. We're going to break. We got it. We're going to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction held every month is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. We're back live again at the Zoomerplex, and I'm going to give out the numbers again for folks to call in and see what you have. Uh, 416-360-0740 and toll-free 1-866-740-740. Four seven four zero. So, um, what do you want to do, Paul? You want to go to a call, or you want to give out your silver and gold? No, prices? I'm going to give out the silver and gold prices because this is up. important. So, well, important. this week we had a nice coin sold. Yeah, no, no. Right now, gold and silver. Okay, um, gold right now ten carat. Now, write this down because you're not going to remember. Okay, and people are going to try and say no, it can't be that much. Uh, gold silver price gold prices right now for ten carat is twenty two eighty nine. Okay, fourteen carat gold. You're still writing thirty two oh five. Eighteen carat gold is over 
$40, $41, okay, for 18 karat gold. Now, I want you to do the silver prices. I'll go into this and we'll come back to this. Um, silver prices for each silver dollar or four quarters or two halves is eleven eighty nine per dollar for pre-1967 silver coins from Canada. These are the ones that you collected in your change. Now, sterling is at 57 cents a gram. Now, this, yeah, that's the same thing that you go into a guy's shop and some of these places are trying to pay you 30 cents a gram, okay? And I've seen it. They give me the quotes. I get all these quotes. Now, this is 10 karat gold is not $10 a gram. It is 10 karat gold is $22.89, okay? Now, if you have, if you're in a place and you want to know and they give you the price of what they're paying, I want you to find out how, what it weighs. You're allowed to ask this. It's your stuff until you sell it to them. You want to know what carrot it is. And if they lump it all together in one big lump, don't sell it to them. Let's say tell you it's all uh, 10 carat. It probably isn't. Okay. So, and sometimes they'll do that. They'll say, oh, there you put your 18 carat and your 14 carat, and they'll tell you you have 20 grams, and we're paying you uh, $440. That's not right. That's a you nice want, roadshow deal. That's a roadshow deal. One of these things. I mean, I've seen some I watch of it, and it's it's incredible what, yeah. what people, yeah, I you know. know. But on this here, so I want to repeat this because it's important, because gold's near an all-time high right now, and people don't realize this. Because there's these, there's these um, people who go into your place, and they say, oh, we're having a gold party. They're not paying you the right price. Ask them what the carriage is. 22, 18 karat gold is $41. 14 karat gold is $32 per gram. If they can't tell you what it weighs, then they shouldn't be in the business. If they can't tell you what carrot it is, they shouldn't be in the business. There is the other case where they don't know and they'll pay you after they find out. Okay. There are some legitimate people out there who are giving the right prices. Okay. But That's most, why you give the prices out every I give week, the prices, so that way people yeah. understand and know what it's actually worth. And if someone's willing to pay more, sell it to them. But find out what our prices are. If you're in a place, call them. You've got our numbers. You can call us what we're paying for 10 karat gold that moment. We're, we're not afraid to give our prices over the phone. In you any can even place go buy yourself a scale, a Canadian Tire, weigh it, and we can give you, you yeah. can give them a... An, an estimate of what it's worth. Basically. We do it right in front. Anyone who takes your gold and goes to the back room and stuff. I know we actually we take ours a little bit back to test it, but we tell people ahead of time. You know, it doesn't leave your sight, but anyone who takes it to the back room and then comes up with a number, you want to know. Tell them you want to know what it weighs and you want to know what the carrot is. If they can't tell you that, they're in the wrong business. They should be in the plumbing business or in the bricklaying business or some other business, but they, if they can't tell you the weight and the carrot, they shouldn't be in the gold business. Okay, we got the boards weighing up there, so we should take a call. Okay, let's go to uh, Nora in Guelph. Nora, what do you have for us today? I have a Selmer alto sax that my son took lessons on when he was uh, about 10 years old, so that's about 30 years ago. Um, I have some serial numbers, and I'm wondering if you... Who made it again? Uh, it was made by Selmer in France. Yeah, but it's a school one, right? No, no, no. He bought it privately in order to take private lessons. Okay. I, you know, I should tell you, I took saxophone when I was in oh, high I can't school. I believe this. No, no, it was brutal. <laughs> so I'm actually toned up. I, I end up being a disc jockey later on and figured I couldn't hear. But I had took, I had an alto sax 
We used to practice at home, my, much to my parents' chagrin. Um, but when the, the whole school band went to see the Pope, except for Paul you, Kenny. Of course. They left me back. Okay. And I wanted to go. Wasn't I didn't want to go, but they said, Paul, uh, yeah, no. Your sax playing, but right? I'm going to try and see this here. And they're usually, um, okay. Which one is it? Which model number is it? Um, a number at the bottom of a num- of patent numbers was M92770. These are nice from the. You know something, if I had one of these, they might have taken me on that trip, eh? Oh, I Because I, I think the sound might have been a little bit better. They probably okay. would have wanted just to look at the sax. Well, no, no, no. Well, just... by his teacher, and he was told that it was an excellent model. Yeah, so they're going four or five, depending on the model. And this, you'd have to bring it in if it's a nice shape and still plays. Because you say, I don't know if it's been stored for 30 years, how it's been stored. They're anywhere between 1000 and $12,000. Okay. So, I mean, they're, they're worth the while. We're talking about musical instruments. Those I can't do. It's hard for me to do over the air except for uh, okay. tell you it's worth making the trip. Wherever you are, it'll be worth making the trip to my store. Okay. And we can find out, uh, do the research. This has to be because of a wide vari- variation in prices. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to nail down the exact model number. And uh, that has to be done with personal, um, we have to look at it, appraisal. Okay, okay, but you said it could be anywhere up to twelve thousand. Yeah, well, we'll just okay. one just uh, online for eighteen thousand. Okay, oh, okay. Oh, we're rent- oh, we got calls. I gotta go. Call. Okay. okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Next, thanks, Nora. Uh, we have uh, Tom in uh, Mississauga. What do you have for us today, Tom? Well, I've got uh, <clears throat> a whole bunch of bone china. Oh, what's the brand? Oh, well, Paul Stafford, likes this. Well, here's one here. Made in Staffordshire, England, warranted 22 carat gold decorated. Uh, as soon as it says <laughs> I warranted 22 carat, what happened with that is usually decorated over here and um, it's come souvenir wear. What we're looking for in China, and this is coming down, it's like a lot of it's coming up. It's got gold on it and silver on it. Can't go in the microwave, can't go in the dishwasher. Guess what happens? The kids who. Well, have the money, want to buy China, don't want to buy that. Oh, well, we do sell it around sets. the world. We do sell but your pet, I'll get more for one cup and saucer made by Ainsley or Paragon with a big cabbage rose inside and black and gold than I'll get for a whole set of China. Mm-hmm. China, you'd have to send me the list. You can send me a list of some pictures off to our uh, site, which is sales. You can copy this down. Sales at torontogoldsilver.com. And okay. we can give you prices over, we'll just do it. But uh, most of it also comes down to condition. But there's so much China coming on. Some of the dealers, like a, I know big downtown dealers won't buy China or glass anymore. I see. You know, they just won't. We'll still do it because we do it on consignment. Okay. Give us a call. Any of these dealers, like I know this one dealer says, they won't give you a price. You ask for something and they, uh, they'll say, no, what do you want for it? Nice. And to me, if we're in the business of doing this, a lot of people don't know what they want for it, and that's looking to take advantage of somebody. Well, I don't mind taking the pictures. Yeah, so that's why we have you. you. How many sets of china you have at home? Two hundred. You 200, know your two hundred too much. I don't. Thanks for the call. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Lennon Pickering. What do you have for us today, Len? I've got a um, a picture here. It holds about a quart of fluid. It's kind of rectangular. 
On the one side is a um, hand-painted daisy. It kind of looks like it was cast right into the mm-hmm. material. It's white. And on the other side, there's uh, bleeding hearts. There's seven and a couple of buds. Um, Who made it? And I'm just going to turn her over here now so I can... Read. Take the milk out first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, according to my grandmother, who was 96 when she passed, they said it came from Ireland and they immigrated in 1814. But, um, well, we'll just see what you have to say. It says, Royal Ironstone, China. Um, Alfred. Oh, okay. Won't be that old. This is about turn of the century. Okay. Does it say made in England on it or not? Yeah, yeah. Alfred Meeking. In- Meeking. Okay. Now, what does it say? Made in England or just England? No, just England. So it's made between 1870 and 1920. Okay. And they're going, if it's that, it's going to be worth $10, $15. Okay. It's more just, and what happens, has it's had its last milk in it. Now it's going to be a flower pot. How's that? They, um, well, they told me that it used to be filled with maple syrup when they were back on the farm. That's what they used to use it for, the maple syrup in the spring. Got there's no maple syrup in Ireland. Okay, yes. <laughs> no, 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 they brought it here. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Thanks for the call. It was a long way to go for breakfast, right? Yeah. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. Uh, okay, let's uh, go to Clarence in Aurelia. And uh, what do you have for us today? Hi, uh, I have a, a bunch of old bottles, um, uh, about 100-year-old whiskey bottles. Okay. And older. Are they full? No. Uh, none of them are full. I've been collecting them for about 15, 20 years, and I got all kinds of bottles, like medicine bottles. And Sometime, we're going to a house later on, some of those mason jars, and some of those are collectible. Glass and some of that is not as collectible as it used to be in the 1970s, 80s, and 90s. Oh, the fever was, and a new bottle came in, or someone discovered something that someone didn't have, and they get two, three, four, five hundred dollars for it. Now, ten, fifteen, twenty dollars. And at auction, we had a beer bottle collection. And I think we got like $150 for it. And there must have been 20 cases. They're just, um, the man cave stuff is just coming out. And the, the people aren't buying it. The kids don't want. They got condos. They don't have, you got to figure this now. A lot of people collect stuff and they collect. And your wife is, you've got it in the house. And your wife says, that doesn't stay on the main floor. It goes to the basement. And it's your man cave downstairs. These condos don't have basements. Story's so locked. we got no place to put the stuff. That we want to collect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we yeah, do sell. It'll sell around the world. But what was happening now, like in Toronto, there's no room. Well, some of these condos, you can't even sell them paintings anymore because it's all glass walls. This uh, is the problem. Yeah, I have a bunch of old records, too, and 100-year-old records and stuff. No, I don't. Uh, the 78s don't sell. The albums will yeah. sell. Rock and roll, blues, jazz, still very saleable in good condition. And, in fact, you can, that's... We can buy it all the time. I buy it, 100, 200, 300 records. And the stereo equipment you played it on. Sometimes that'll surprise the heck out of you. Okay? When you were younger, you appreciated sound, and you actually went out and bought a good stereo, Marantz or, you know. I'm just saying Harman that. Harman Kardon. Harman Kardon, yeah. Well, there is a bunch of whiskey, a uh, bunch of collectors, though. They do collect whiskey. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no, no. Sorry. I didn't want to dis- dismiss it like that, but I'm running out of time here, so I'm trying to talk okay. fast. But, no, we can handle that. You can give me a call in the shop, and we'll make arrangements to pick it up, and we'll work from there, okay? Okay, great. Good thing. Thank you very much for the call. Now, we're right, we are running out of time, but I want to say this is that time of year when the churches are all getting ready for their bazaars and stuff. 
they ought to be calling me because, because people donate stuff and they don't know if they're donating gold. We've one out of every three thing collections of costume jewelry comes into our store. We find gold and silver in it. Okay, now if, if you really want to get the most money for your church, then you should be bringing it into us. We will vet it. You don't have to sell it to us, but we, as long as it's only 10, 15 minutes, if you bring in four hours worth of work, it's different. Okay, but the church groups should be using us because a lot of times they'll put a sterling piece or something, they'll sell for $8 and they should get 800 for it. And 800 in cash is easy to divide. And it's a lot more money. No, I'm just talking about that. Thank you, Ange. Thank you, Paul. For a half a shift. Yes. Half a shift. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for letting us in your homes. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.